There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show, opening day here in Cincinnati. And uh, boy, howdy, have we got a really big special guest for you right now. Uh, the voice of the Reds from 1974 to 2019, uh, the Hall of Famer Marty Brenneman joins us. Good morning, Good morning. Marty. Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, we're all good. We're amped up for a Red season here. And my goodness, can you believe another opening day has rolled around here? Well, the older you get, the faster they come. And there's not a whole lot you can do about that. You know, it's I've often said it's the most special day in the calendar year in Cincinnati. Uh, people have a hard time understanding that if they're from another town or they're from a town that doesn't have big league baseball. But it's special here. It absolutely is. And I go back and I think, gosh, Marty Brenneman, he must have a ton of great opening day memories. And I mean, you literally set the bar kind of high on your first opening day in Cincinnati in 1974. Your first game you called for the Reds. It's history at Riverfront Stadium. Well, it was, you know, it was one of those games where you knew what was on the line from an individual standpoint. Henry Aaron coming into uh, the opener with the Atlanta Braves in Cincinnati with 713 home runs. And that was the headline piece of information that everybody wanted to talk about. And, you know, four batters into my career, I mean, I'd done a full schedule of spring training games, but in game one of my career, uh, four batters in, he ties Babe Ruth's record with his 714th home run. And I got to say, your call was amazing. Do you mind if we share it right now? Not a bit. Go ahead. Here we go. The 3-1 pitch. Swung on. Long shot. Into deep left field. Rose is back. And that ball is gone. A home run. Henry Aaron has just tied Babe Ruth's home run record of 714. Oh, my. I can't even imagine the pressure you had on you that first game. You've got to call one of the most historic events ever in baseball. Well, yeah, to be honest with you, I never really gave it a lot of thought in terms. You know, people say you plan what you were going to say if he did it. And I never I was never of that ilk because I, I know guys that have planned cute things to say. And it would have sounded contrived that I, I couldn't pull that off. So <laughs> I was more awed by the fact that there were 55,000 people at Riverfront than I was about the possibility that Aaron's going to tie Ruth's record. And thank God I didn't stumble over my words. And uh, the first thing Joe said, Nuxall, when we got after the top of the first inning, he said, what the heck do you do for an encore? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't know. I have no idea. I think you had a pretty good encore up until 2019. Well, it was, I had a great run. I, you know, Nobody ever dreams, especially in my profession, yours too. Uh, you don't expect to be somewhere as long as I was here. And uh, if I had to change anything, I wouldn't change a thing. It, it was just a wonderful 
career here in Cincinnati, a great place to live. So I, I was never disappointed that I didn't take advantage of some of the opportunities that were offered to me over the course of that time. Well, we got Marty Bredeman here with us on opening day in Cincinnati. Yeah, and sitting right there next to you in the booth for three World Series in 75, 76, and 1990 was Joe Nuxall. I grew up in Cincinnati watching your guys' Kroger commercials. I'd love to get a good Joe Nuxall story from you. Well, I mean, he was the most naive guy that ever lived. I, as much as I loved him and as close as we were, you could play jokes on him. And I can remember when we had Randy uh, Macho Man Savage in the radio booth. I think it was in 1988, and he was wrestling that night at the Coliseum, and uh, he was nice enough to come over, and we expected to have him in, you know, a body shirt and a pair of jeans and sneakers. He came in in full dress with a yellow outfit on with a, a cape and a cowboy hat and <laughs> tight pants, and he never broke character, and Joe was awed by him. I mean, you'd have thought the reincarnation of Babe Ruth had just shown up in our radio booth. <laughs> And we, we interviewed him and tried to get him to talk baseball, and, and he wouldn't. He he stayed as the macho man the whole time we had him in the booth. And it was a delight to watch the way Joe related to him because, after at the end of the day, they both played professional baseball. Savage played in the Reds organization. Uh, I think he has 17 home runs one year down at Tampa, their Class A team. And, you know, Joe had such a great career both in the minor leagues and the big leagues. So it was really nice to kind of stand back and watch these two talk. Joe tried a game to talk baseball and Savage talking about wrestling. And it was an interesting afternoon. It really was. I bet it was. Oh, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Marty, in your career, they have all kinds of people throwing out the first pitch. I mean, the president was down here at one point. Is there anybody who stands out to you like, I cannot believe we had them throw the first pitch or a bad pitch that was thrown? You're just like, whoa. Well, yeah, Mark Mallory was unbelievable. I mean, it was such a bad show that he got him on The Tonight Show. I mean, that's how big it was. Uh, it was brutal. Yeah. I, mean, I, I felt bad for the guy. And, and you know, we would tell people uh, when Joe and I were together, and even after Joe left and Jeff Brantley came in, we when we had a chance to talk to someone who was going to throw out the first pitch, and we would say to them, you know, we're proud of you, we're happy, it's an honor to do this, but let us give you a little piece of advice. If you're going to throw from the mound, you better get the ball to the plate. If you bounce that throw, we're going to crucify you on the radio. <laughs> we just want you to know that. And uh, some of the guys got a little nervous. You know what? When we had President Bush on, he was great simply because he had been so involved in baseball. He was a part owner of the Texas Rangers and before that was a minority owner of uh, the Baltimore Orioles. And just, he knew the game. And, and we jokingly said to him that day, you better not bounce it because president or not, we're going to get after you. And he said, don't worry, I'll get it there. And he did. He did. That was a good one. I was at that game and uh, he threw from the mound. That's a great bit of advice. If you're going to throw, do not stand on the mound because it's going to mess you up. You get to stand in front of it. Well, I had to do it. I threw out the first pitch on uh, the third game of the postseason against the San Francisco Giants. And I knew that it was going to come back to haunt me. And I, I threw I threw off of a mound for about a week. Practicing. And then I had to go out there that day, and I knew there were guys in the dugout that were going to kill me <laughs> if I didn't get it there. And thank God I got it to the plate. Devin Mazzarocco was the catcher, and, and uh, I went in. We met between the plate and the mound, and he signed the ball for me and gave it to me. And he said, I got to tell you something. I said, what? He said, you had a little something on that ball. Hey, how about <laughs> I'm that? I'm on that ball. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I had on the ball was 
uh, blood and guts to get it across <laughs> on the plate and not bounce it. We love it. Well, Marty Brenneman, you are a fixture in Cincinnati, and it's opening day, man. We want to thank you for taking time out to talk with us. And uh, are you going to be at the game today? Oh yeah, we'll be there. We're looking forward to it. We the weather's going to be good, and uh, and we look forward to uh, hopefully a Reds win this afternoon. Let's do it, Marty Brenneman. Thank you, buddy. Happy opening day. Thank you all. Have a good day. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. Okay, so we thought we were going to give the Who Was Right Last Night courtroom the day off for opening for day. day. Yeah, yeah. but our B105 listeners, as usual, have dictated otherwise because uh, last night on Facebook, Mariana from Taylor Mill, who joins us now. Good morning, Mariana. Good morning, Big Dave. You kind of proposed a possible opening day Who Was Right last night when you tagged Ashley and Officer Nick in a Facebook post. And what did it say, Ashley? Yeah, so it was actually Mariana's boyfriend. He has the problem and says, so tomorrow's opening day, one of my favorite holidays. I had a dentist appointment at nine, but things kind of got screwed up and the appointment was canceled. However, my girlfriend, Mariana, is having a wisdom tooth extracted. Most people have multiple wisdom teeth pulled. We all know that she's dating me, so her wisdom, dot, dot, dot. Question is, is it appropriate to get her home, medicate, and go get the opening day vibe? And then come back home, check on her, and go back out. Okay, Mariana, so you're getting the wisdom tooth pulled today at what time? At 10 o'clock in the morning. So this morning. So Kevin is going to take you there, bring you home, make sure you're all drugged up, and then just leave. That's what he wants to do. (laughs) That is exactly what he wants to do, yeah. He continues the post and says, this sounds like an Ashley and Officer Nick B105 relationship help question. Mm -hmm. So I'm here to help. I've got Officer Nick's comment because he was sure to get back on the post. But uh, B105 listeners help is also encouraged. Yeah. So you're going to be there laying in bed, zonked out of it. Probably asleep. Yeah. He's going to leave and you'll be alone, which you're not supposed to be after. This is a surgery. Right. That's my point. (laughs) Yeah, so you're thinking he should maybe skip opening day this year and take care of you? That's what love is all about, right? Exactly. Take one for the team. He's not actually going to the game. He's just going to go down there and be around it. Correct. Okay. So, I mean, he could just do this at home. Well, it's a different vibe at home. You're going to be dealing with, no offense, somebody who's drugged up and maybe asleep versus, you know, a big, huge party. All right. (laughs) Mariana, we're going to make this quick today because uh, our Big Dave Show jury has the day off. Statman's down at the parade. Me and Ashley are checked out. We're just ready for the game. We're going to let our B105 jury decide. So make your closing argument to them right now. So I really think Kevin should stay home with me in case I wake up and I start freaking out. I might need him. Okay. All right, so let's do this right now. 749-B105, and also through the B105 app, are you Team Mariana? Or Team Kevin. And by the way, our first vote will be Officer Nick. What did he say? He says, I say bring her and tell her she's hallucinating and that she's really home in bed. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Just put some sunglasses on her. Oh, no. It's it's like weekend at Mariana's is what it would be. (laughs) Let's see what the B105 jury says, Mariana. And best of luck with your wisdom tooth extraction today, okay? Thank you, Big Thank you, Ashley. Thanks, girlfriend. Good luck. Thank you. This is the Big Dave Podcast.
B105, the Big Dave Show. We thought who was right last night would get the day off with opening day. But no, Mariana and Kevin had other plans for us. Mariana getting a wisdom tooth extracted at 10 o'clock this morning. She needs Kevin, her boyfriend, to be with her all day once she gets home because she's going to be coming out of the sedation. She's going to be on, on heavy meds, meds yeah. and everything. He wants to leave her once he gets her home. <laughs> Go check out opening day. Uh-oh. We abstained today from voting. We didn't do it. We're leaving it up to our B105 jury solely. And Lisa from Harrison starts us and is Team Kevin, what in the world, Lisa? I think that she's an adult and she needs to put her big girl pants on and realize she don't get babied anymore. Oh! But doesn't don't they say like yeah you should you need ha- supervision? You should have somebody with you. I don't know. I've had several surgeries and I was able to take care of myself. I think she'll be fine. It's just a wisdom tooth. All right. Thank you so much, Lisa. Appreciate it. Thanks. Huh? Sean from Fort Thomas has got to give it to Mariana, but you got a story. What's that? I'm telling you. Uh, if Kevin has half a brain, he will stay home. My now wife of 25 years, when I was a volunteer for Red Fest with my brother, I decided to go to Red Fest instead of staying home with my brand new pulled out wisdom teeth girlfriend. And I have heard about it on the regular. Anytime we talk about the Reds, anytime <laughs> we talk about going to Red Fest, I can assure you, Mariana, you are 100% accurate. And Kevin, if you have half a brain, I promise you, this is a long-term relationship for the rest of your life, and you want to hear about this forever, then go. Go to opening day. But otherwise, <laughs> stay home. All right. Thank you, Sean. Well Appreciate said, it, Sean. buddy. Yep. Great, great advice. Appreciate it. Uh, Diane from Cincinnati is also Team Kevin. What is going on here? I thought this was going to wow. be a slam dunk. Oh, my gosh. No, people have wisdom teeth taken out all the time. It's it's. Yeah, it's it, opening day hasn't been the same in like three years. Opening day, she'll be fine. Okay. It's a wisdom too. Thank you very much, Diane. You're welcome. Uh, finally, uh, Rhonda from Florence is on Team Mariana. And why is that, Rhonda? Technically, when you take her, you're signing up as her responsible adult. And when you get anesthesia, you're not supposed to be alone for 24 hours. Mm. So you can't leave her to her own devices. She might drive the forklift or something. <laughs> stay with her. That wouldn't be yeah. good. Yeah. You're, saying, uh, you're, gonna, you're throwing in the old heavy machinery clause yeah. here. Isn't I like... that where you always go with heavy <laughs> machinery? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, when right? I had my wisdom teeth out, I uh, I drove a bulldozer through a convenience store. No, <laughs> yeah. I did not. But they thank left you, you alone. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Rhonda. Appreciate Thanks. it. Bye. Bye-bye. Uh, Dustin from uh, Cincinnati is also Team Mariana. Why is that? Well, you know my answer to this one, Dave. What's that? Happy wife, happy life. And then it's the Reds. They're only going to win 70 games this year. And this ain't going to be one of them. Oh, my oh. gosh. You're, Whoa, hey, pessimistic open, on opening day. Opening day, man. Let's not, I know this is <laughs> Dustin, our Uber rider, who thinks the <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers are going to win how many games this year? 120. We bet a shake on that yesterday at Arby's, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, I have a feeling I'm going to be enjoying a nice shake come October, buddy, okay? Yeah, we'll see about that one. Oh, my gosh. The uh, B105 app might have crashed. So many people weighed in on this this morning. It's true. Aaron put, eh. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I say set her up with a Yeti-style cup of ice, multiple bottles of water, cup of applesauces, box of tissues, trash can, TV remote, phone charger, etc. Then head out. But Kevin has weighed in himself. Oh, Kevin, uh, uh, in question here. Yes, all right. he appreciates all of the Team Kevins, but he's going to go Team Mariana and stay home with his wife. Ah, good, good, good call. Good call. Kevin. <laughs> this is the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's B105 Statman, and I'm down at the Reds Hall of Fame with Rick Walls, the executive director here. And normally when we think baseball, we think of our boys wearing red. But there's the ladies of baseball, too, and you guys have a really cool display down here. Tell us about the women of baseball. Yeah, Dinsmore Women in Baseball really traces the history of women, their participation as a fan, and what they're doing today in the game of baseball and how the game is growing. And more and more girls are playing baseball across the country, and this exhibit captures all of that. Well, as a dad of two daughters, I really love this. One of my daughter's favorite movies is A League of Their Own. I mean, when it comes to baseball and women, that's like the best movie of all time, right? I think it must be. I know when you talk about this exhibit, the first thing that comes to people's mind is the movie, A League of Their Own. Tom Hanks, there's no crying in baseball, right? That great little line, Madonna, Gina Davis, and of course it's Penny Marshall, his movie. We've got some artifacts from that exhibit in here, and it's a true story, and that's what really brings this full circle. Baseball and women goes back to the 1850s. Now, The League of Their Own was the 1940s and 50s in that era, so it really kind of, I think League of Their Own popularized it, but there's much more to it. And Hollywood's come right here to Cincinnati. I mean, you have a script here. You got one of the uniforms from the movie. What other things do you have from A League of Their Own movie? Well, you're going to find some of the original VHS cassettes here. You're going to find some bobbleheads and some other artifacts from the movie itself. But really around that, you're going to see the whole story of women playing baseball in the old uniforms. There's new uniforms. Talking about the teams in the 1990s that played baseball, traveled the country. I think of the Bloomer Girls back in the 1890s and 1930s. So what I want you to do is come here, absorb the the exhibit, and understand that this is really about women's impact on the game and where it's going. Well, I think this is really cool. Well, when we think of our boys on the field, we got to think of the girls also. Before we go, can I get a Let's Go Reds from you? Absolutely. Let's Go Reds. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's Beautiful Stab Man, and we're having a blast down here for the 104th Finley Market Opening Day Parade. Here is what's snapping in, thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. I am with the Sin City Shakers! Yeah, these ladies are going to be dancing along the parade route. We got Ginger, Heidi, Shelly, Stephanie, and Nina plus one. Yes, baby boys joining the club too. Oh my gosh, you're going to be shaking that baby the whole parade route, huh? Yeah, look for a big baseball dancing in the street. A boy, girl, come on. A little boy. All right, well, maybe Pete would be a good name. Or... That could totally work, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go around and let me get a quick opening day, your favorite memory. Go for it. I love when the newscasters always come down and dance with us. Oh, the newscasters. Sports, right. Sportscasters, newscasters, yeah. How about DJs? Huh? DJs, come yeah. on and dance yeah. with us, yeah. 
you this year then because Frank danced with us last year in the streets and he oh picked up God. our dance pretty well. Yeah. Impressive. Uh, okay, well, maybe that'll be your favorite memory this year of us yes. dancing. Yes. All right, keep going around. What's your favorite opening day memory? Um, last year was my first one ever in my life because I'm not originally from here, so all of it. Okay. Last year. Hey, Mama to be. Yeah, no, this year, I think this year's going to be my favorite because I'm dancing for two this year. That is awesome. All right, the Sin City Shakers, look for them in the parade route. Guys, thank you so much. Let's get a Go Reds on three, right? One, two, three. Go Reds! That's what's snapping and thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's B105 Stat Man reporting live down at the parade route for Red's opening day. The 104th Finley Market opening day parade. And boy, the excitement is already building. I'm here with Shelby. She's going to be marching in the parade with Chick-fil-A starting out at Finley Market. You're going to end up partying at the banks. Are you excited or what? So excited. This is my favorite day of the whole year. And this is not your first Red's opening day parade. There's a car just backed into a pillar behind us. But Shelby, we're going to keep rolling with this. All right, so what's your favorite opening day memory? Mine's happening right now watching this guy wreck his car. I think that's probably going to end up being mine, too. It's the best part of the day. (laughs) This is nuts. Okay, well, you never know what's going to happen down on the parade route. And this was an accident I didn't see coming. All right, guys. I'm going to get back to the uh, parade celebration. It kicks off at noon. Finley Market Opening Day Parade. Statman for B105. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Hey, it's B105. The Finley Market Opening Day Parade, the 104th. And guys, here's what's snapping. And thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza, I'm with the Mad Tree Gang. And this is not your first opening day parade. And actually, as a kid, you walked in it. Tell me your favorite opening day story. It was walking and jumping rope. It was it was a big deal back in the uh, probably early 2000s. The Sherwood Wrapping Ropes. So we'd come down here every year, and it was, it was a pretty good time. Awesome. And now you're down here with Mad Tree, and you guys are in charge of starting the parade off, right? Yeah, we uh, we got a crew down here to be uh, parade marshals and uh, get things organized and kicked off. It's going to be a pretty good time. So you are the green light. You're the go flag. We are part of the green light <laughs> crew. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> well, right on. Well, I'll make sure I uh, indulge and enjoy some Mad Tree beverages while I'm down here to support you guys. And oh, yeah. let's get a go Reds. Go Reds. And that's what's snapping in thanks to Snappy Tomato Pizza. This is the Big Dave Podcast. Apple and Android. Yeah, yeah. B105, the Big Dave Show. Yeah, we are playing uh, What the Truck right now with a little bit of an opening day twist to it. We got Mary from Harrison here with us. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Okay, so we've already told you that the truck today is... The Big Red Machine, but you've got to tell us what songs, what three songs are cranking up in the Big Red Machine. You want to hear them one more time? One more time. Here we go. Red, 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 artist and title of all three of those songs, Mary. Blake Shelton, boys around here. Uh, Brooks and Dunn, Road Dirt Road. And the last one? Blake Shelton, Old Red. Bam! Goodness. <laughs> you got him. Congratulations. Thank you. You're so welcome. You've got a four-pack of tickets to Monster Jam at Heritage Bank right. Center on April 15th and 16th. Great. Have a fun time, Mary. And just get a go we Reds. Will. Come on, come on. Go Reds. Me, 105. Hey. This is the Big Dave Podcast. 
Our opening day good vibes are coming from longtime relief pitcher Sergio Romo. Uh, Romo was selected by the San Francisco Giants in the 28th round of the 2005 Major League Baseball draft. So he was a long shot to ever make it to the big leagues. He had a fastball that only averaged 87 and a half miles per hour. And that's much too slow to throw at professional fastball hitters. But Sergio had a secret weapon, a devastating slider that just befuddled batters. (laughs) A slider that befuddled batters for years. In his first 10 years with the Giants, Sergio was selected to one all-star game and won three World Series titles with the team. Biggest moment was in 2012 when he struck out Detroit Tiger slugger Miguel Cabrera to end the World Series and give the Giants the title. But from 2013 to 2022, Sergio bounced from team to team with stints in San Diego, Tampa Bay, Miami, Minnesota, Oakland, Seattle, and Toronto. Yeah. After a very unimpressive 2022 season, Sergio thought it's time to hang it up. But he re-signed with the San Francisco Giants for a spring training contract, knowing full well that this wasn't a comeback but rather a chance for the now 40-year-old to end his career with the team he started with and in front of the fans that supported him the most. So throughout spring training, Sergio made a deal with every kid that asked for his autograph before he signed their item. They had to sign his cap. And by the end of spring training, Sergio's cap literally had no more room for autographs with dozens of kids having signed it cool is that? Well, it gets even cooler because this past Monday, Sergio made his last professional appearance of his baseball career during a spring training game in Oracle Park in San Francisco when he came in against the Oakland A's in the seventh inning. And when Sergio Romo took the mound for the final time, he was wearing the cap. He had all those kids autograph. An amazing moment telling ESPN, if this was the last cap I was going to wear in the big leagues, I figured it would be nice to not go in there alone. Now, his appearance didn't go so good as he walked a batter, threw a wild pitch, and gave up two singles before his former teammate, Hunter Pence, walked to the mound to take Sergio out of the game. So Sergio walked off the field for the final time in his career to a standing ovation. And before reaching the dugout, he took off his autographed cap and waved it to the fans, an acknowledgement of all their support through the years. A classy move by the San Francisco Giants and an even classier move by Sergio Romo. Here's hoping you enjoy your retirement. And thank you for the opening day. Good vibe. B105. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. Oh, boy, look at this. We have got a treat for you this morning. A seven-year-old Caroline. She is a second grader at St. Margaret of York in Loveland. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning. Are you ready to give us the dad joke of the day, girl? Yeah. Let's have it. Why are baseball players rich? (laughs) I don't know. Why Why are are baseball baseball players rich? Because they play on diamonds. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's adorable. (laughs) Oh, Caroline, that's wonderful. Home run. Thank you. Oh, you go have yourself a great opening day at St. Margaret of York in Loveland, and I hope they get you extra peanuts and Cracker Jacks for lunch. Okay. Go Red Wings! Woo! Thanks for checking out the Big Dave Podcast, B105.com.